Welcome to the New School of Marketing podcast, the place for smart, simple strategies that will amplify your business results. Sharing practical tips, insider knowledge and actionable advice because marketing is something that every business owner can do. Now, let's get started. Introducing your host, Bianca McKenzie, mum, lover of snow sports, camping, horse riding and in-demand launch strategist and Facebook advertising knowledge bank. Welcome to the new School of Marketing podcast. I hope you're well and everything is fine in your world. I know that a lot of parts of Australia are in lockdown, so sending you really big hugs. I know how hard it is. Been there a couple of times last year. Um, so over the past week, I've had the same conversation a number of times, so I thought it would be good to share this in a podcast episode. I've spoken to a number of people about creating online courses and how, unfortunately, a lot of people skip a few steps in the process. You see, creating an online course is a brilliant way to package up your knowledge, and I am definitely not going to stop you from doing that because I think it's great. Uh, In fact, I have a couple of online courses myself, so that's definitely not something I want to talk about. What I do want to talk about is how you're planning to sell it. Selling an online course is often harder than you think. And I don't want to rain on your parade, but even though you built it, doesn't mean they'll come. You see, people need to know about your course before they actually can buy it. If they can't find it, if they don't know about it, they're not going to know and they're not going to buy it. And that's where sales funnels come in. So that's what I want to talk about today. Actually, the Thinkific blog shares a brilliant analogy. Basically, not having a sales funnel for your online course is the equivalent of setting up a lemonade stand in the middle of the desert where no one will ever find it. Sure, it's super hot outside, your lemonade might be delicious, but if you're not giving people a clear path to follow and that leads to your lemonade stand, they will never find it. The desert is huge. So in short, a sales funnel is the way you lead your potential customer on a journey to becoming a paying customer. A sales funnel in the online marketing world will help turn your website visitors into email subscribers and email subscribers into customers or clients. So let's dive in a little bit. What is a sales funnel? Well, like I said before, it is the way you are guiding your customer through your business to becoming a paying client. And the word funnel is often used to describe this journey because when you create a visual representation of this process, it looks like a funnel. It's like an upside down triangle. So the wider end is at the top and the narrow end is at the bottom. So the top of the funnel is the widest because this is where the beginning stages of awareness happen, while the bottom of the sales funnel is for paying customers. The goal is to funnel down your prospective customers into those who are serious about buying. So how does a sales funnel work? Well, there are various steps or stages of a sales funnel that your prospective customer goes through. And I'll talk about them now. Number one is awareness. The first stage 
is when your prospective client becomes aware of a need they have, for example, they are looking to solve a problem and search for the answer to that problem. And they might become aware of your solution, for example, through your blog or your video. So this is like someone who doesn't know you, but they know they have a problem. That's where they're at. Like they don't even know you yet. Then number two is interest. So the next stage is where they are becoming interested in your product as you have shown them that you have a solution. And they might decide to join your email list for more information. So that's the next step, interest. Number three is evaluation. So in this stage, your prospective customer will compare you with others who offer a solution to see who offers the best solution to their needs. And you know what? A lot of us are emotional in our process. So a lot of us make decisions based on our emotions and who we like best. It doesn't always have to be like the absolute best solution, but it needs to be the best for them. And sometimes that means that they pick someone that they resonate with more. Number four is decision. So the decision stage is where your prospective customer is ready to make a purchase. They've evaluated the options and now they have made a decision on what's right for them. And then step number five is purchase. So this final stage is where the prospective customer becomes a paying customer and they have actually committed to the purchase. Now, depending on your offer, your sales funnel might be a longer process than others. Um, Products and services that have a higher price point may need like a longer sales funnel and more frequent contact points than something that is lower priced. So do you need a sales funnel? Yes, you do. Everyone needs a sales funnel, honestly. Whether it is an online sales funnel or an offline sales funnel, for example, McDonald's, are pretty good at doing the offline thing with would you like fries with that it's kind of like a sales funnel um you know you you get an upsell it's part of a sales funnel um a sales funnel is essentially a step-by-step process of guiding your prospective client through a decision-making process to becoming a paid client and it's important to create a strategy for your sales funnel so that you're making the most of every marketing activity in your business. You're basically here to guide them to take the next step in the process. And you want to nurture your prospective client to the point where they realize they can't live without buying your product or service. So why do you need a sales funnel? Well, I think we've discussed it a little bit already, but I'll elaborate on why you really need it. Having a sales funnel or even multiple funnels or multiple entry points of your funnel gives you the opportunity to not always be chasing the next sale. It allows you to automate parts of your business so that you can focus on working with your clients and delivering an awesome product. Great sales funnels build trust and credibility over time by providing incredible value to your audience. And gaining trust will give your prospective customers an incentive to buy from you because a lot of our purchase decisions are based on the no like trust factor. And I keep coming back to this in every single podcast episode because it is so important. 
And a sales funnel facilitates this know, like, and trust process. So a well-thought-out sales funnel is crucial to scaling your business. It helps you with building authentic relationships with your prospective customers and nurture them to become long-time customers and advocates for your business. Now, there are a number of different ways to create sales funnels, and it really comes down to your ideal client to what you create. So most sales funnels have a free offer, so a lead magnet. And I actually talked about lead magnets in the previous episode, so skip back to that episode to learn more about that. They also have a nurture email sequence where you basically send your new subscribers a series of emails to provide value and to help them get to know you. It's so important for that know, like, and trust factor that you keep in touch with them and not just when you have something to sell. You also need a sales page that talks about your paid offer and what it will mean for your buyers. How is it going to change their life? Not just, you know, this is in the course, but what is it going to do for them? And I really urge you to learn more about sales page writing or even outsource it to a copywriter because this is basically the salesperson of your business. The sales page and your nurture and sales emails need to do the selling of your online course. So a funnel has three parts. It has a top of funnel, a middle of funnel, and a bottom of funnel. The top is where you focus on marketing activities and tactics that drive traffic to your funnel. So a marketing tactic and a funnel are different, so don't confuse the two. A marketing tactic could be, for example, running Facebook ads or writing a blog post or being a guest speaker on a podcast. It's all of the activities that you do to drive traffic to your website and your offers and your funnel. The middle of funnel is where you focus on nurturing your warm audience. So you've, you know, had traffic. Now they're in your vortex, so to say. Now you need to nurture them. That's in the middle of funnel. It's where you build a relationship with your audience. And then the bottom of funnel is where you focus on converting your fans into buyers. So each funnel that I've seen, and I've worked with a lot of different ones, is similar in structure, but the intricacies are different. For example, you might create a video series as your lead magnet and someone else might use a quiz. Your email nurture sequence might have six emails and someone else might have 12 emails. There are no specific rules as long as it is relevant to your audience and you keep testing and tweaking it until you get the best possible conversion. It needs to work for you. If it is working, if it is selling, if it is converting, don't fiddle with it too much and don't worry about what anyone else is doing. So the main point of this episode is to let you know that you need to create a sales funnel to sell your online course or your digital product. Without a funnel, it is extremely hard to sell your course. So if you have already built your course, but you don't have a funnel and your course is just sitting there gathering dust because nobody's buying it because nobody knows about it, then you need to sit down 
map out how are you going to lead someone from not knowing you to buying from you. You need to build an audience and create a funnel to take them on that journey. And it is not as easy as putting up a social media post and crossing your fingers that they'll buy. They need to get to know you first. So which steps are you going to take that will help your prospective buyer, someone who doesn't know you at all, how are they going to find you? And then how are they going to get to know you, like you, and trust you to the point of purchasing from you? So that's your homework for this week. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the New School of Marketing podcast. I hope it was helpful and I can't wait to share more marketing tips with you next week. If you're ready to take your business to the next level with Facebook and Instagram advertising, make sure you visit newschoolofmarketing.com to download practical free resources, plus subscribe to the podcast and never miss an episode. I can't wait to go on this journey with you. Until next time, take care and market your business every day.